0: Hey gang, Rick Lee James here welcoming you back to another episode of Voices in My Head. I want you to know that I appreciate all of you who listen to this show week after week and all the new listeners that you bring along with you. Podcasts like this don't grow without word of mouth and I want to say thanks. Every time you share one of my links on Facebook, every time you leave a positive iTunes review, Every time you like one of my YouTube videos and every time you refer someone to my website at rickleejames.com, it helps this podcast to grow. And I really appreciate those of you who have spent some of your hard-earned money to help cover expenses for this podcast. To all of you, let me say thanks. I've got the best listeners of any podcast on the internet. And if you've been wondering how you can help, well, there's multiple ways. You can go to rickleejames.com. You can click on the tab that says Tip Jar and Sponsorship. And if you have a couple dollars, swing it our way. There's no minimum to give, and every penny helps to cover expenses. Or if you can't afford any money, maybe you can afford 60 seconds of your time. You can drop by the iTunes page and leave a review, or click like on the Voices in My Head Facebook page and become a part of our community there. Again, I just want to say thank you, and thank you to all of you who in the future are going to be helping out with this show, and thank you for listening. It's a real blessing for me to get to share on the Voices in My Head podcast. If you've enjoyed the guests we've had in the past, well, just hold on because you haven't seen anything yet. We've got some great shows in the future. God bless you, and enjoy today's episode of Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James.
1: God bless you. Live from Springfield, Ohio, it's Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee, James. I'm Rick Lee James.
0: I am Rick Lee James and you're listening to Voices in My Head. If you give this
2: voice today.
0: Welcome back, listeners, to episode number 33 of Voices in My Head. I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am so glad you could be here today. Uh, I want to start the show right off today by reminding you that in just a few weeks... At the Clifton Opera House in Clifton, Ohio, I'm going to be recording my very first live album. It's called Basement Psalms Live. And I'm going to give you another preview today right at the beginning. Uh, If you're wondering what that clicky noise is that you hear every now and then, that's my guitar that's here in my lap. And uh, I'm going to be playing a song for you. It's, It's one of my favorite psalms, actually, that I wrote a song from it. Um, It's Psalm 130, and the thing about the Psalms, and I'm going to tell you more about this the night of the concert when we get there, but there's five sections in the Psalms, and each of those five sections correspond very neatly with uh, the first five books of the Bible, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and uh, when you get to Psalms 107 through 150, uh, I, I feel that those actually uh, really kind of echo Deuteronomy throughout that whole section 5 of the Psalms. And, and the themes of Deuteronomy are obedience and worship and learning to wait on the Lord. And we even have in in the Deuteronomy chapter 6 and in various places in Deuteronomy this call that's called the Shema that says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commands that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And and Psalm 130 is a penitential psalm, or it's a a repentance-type song. Crying out from the depths for renewal and restoration. Um, It's it's a song of waiting on God like the watchman waits for the morning. And it's a song of being so desperate for God that that if you that you don't want to move or eat or sleep or breathe until you know you've heard from God and that things are okay between you and it's all part of that call that the Lord would be your God the Lord alone. And so I'm going to share with you um, my uh version of Psalm 130 uh, that I I wrote and uh, I'm going to be sharing with you at Basement Psalms on September 7th. Please make plans to come. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's only seven dollars a person. That goes basically to cover recording costs, which it does get expensive to cover, and especially when you're doing a live recording. So uh, hope you can hope you can come be a part of it. But here's Psalm 130: More than the watchman.
2: Cry In your word You give us grace When none is deserved More than the watchman Waits for the morning So does my soul Wait here for you, Lord I don't want to move I don't want to speak Not till I know I've heard from your word I'll wait all night with eyes wide open Not gonna sleep till I am home Till I am home Restore out of your
1: grace,
2: forgiveness is poor. I wait for you. I trust in your word. You give us grace when none is deserved. Watchman waits for the morning So does my soul wait here for you, Lord I don't want to move, I don't want to speak Not till I know I've heard from your word I'll wait all night with arms wide open Not gonna sleep till I am whole Till I am whole I am
1: whole wholly yours.
2: wholly yours more than the watchman waits for the morning so does my soul wait Till I know I've heard from your word and I'll wait on night with eyes wide open I'm not gonna sleep till I am whole till I am whole till I am whole
0: guitar strings. I love it. Hopefully they didn't go out of tune too much because they are brand new strings. But uh, yeah, that's one of the new songs and that's what I'm going to be sharing at Basement Slalom. So I hope you're able to come out and and be a part that evening. Well, we have uh, some some great guests on the show today. Like a child, a group out of Springfield that is uh, doing great work for the kingdom and actually putting some great music out too they really are um i don't know it's 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 a unique uh group of people and i'm glad to bring an interview uh with them later in the show today before we get to that and and you do want to stick around for like a child we're going to be playing some of their music from a live show that they had i'm going to be playing a few clips and also going to be playing a a clip a, long, a not a clip a whole song from their album but um, I, I do want to encourage you to uh, to check out their stuff, and in a few minutes we're going to get to more of that. But before we do, uh, past podcast guest and friend of the show, musician Andrew Peterson, who is just, man, he's one of my absolute favorites of all time. I think that we're going to look back at his music Uh, in our old age and maybe in future decades and say this was one of the truly great songwriters of our century. And um, he has a new album coming out. And way back in podcast 10, I talked to him while he was in the recording studio um, finishing up this album. And you can now pre-order Light for the Lost Boy over at therabbitroom.com. And uh I want you to, to go do this because Andrew Peterson is not just a great guy. Um and not just a prolific author and writer. Um his songs are transformative and I, I really feel like for all of you out there, especially who are parents, this album is gonna be meaningful. Uh, I am about to be a new parent. Matter of fact, I already consider myself a parent because I believe the baby is already alive and kicking inside there in my wife's belly. And um, gosh, it's it, we're getting closer to it. We're about at halfway, I think actually today at the time of recording, we might be at the halfway point for our child to be born. And Andrew Peterson, this whole album, uh, it really is dedicated to his children. And um, I, I love how he describes it on that podcast. He said, you know, his, his kids are getting to the age where... So far, the world hasn't wounded them yet, but he knows that's coming. And and the innocence of their childhood, um, like it happens to all of us, it eventually gets crushed because the life can be hard. And he wanted to write this album for his children, uh, as as words that he needed and felt like he he had to say to them. About returning to the ancient paths. And so I want to encourage all of you uh, go to Andrew Peterson's website, Rabbit Room, and pre order this album. Uh, go back if you haven't had a chance to listen to the episode with Andrew Peterson. It's episode number 10. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Podbean. You can find it at my website at rickleyjames.com. But I encourage you to go and pre order Andrew's album. Uh, he's a friend of the show and just a great guy, great musician. So uh, if I haven't talked it up enough, uh, Um, I can't think of anything else to say right now. So go order Andrew Peterson's new album. Also, just one more reminder. I know I already made a push for this, but Basement Psalms is coming up September 7th at the Clifton Opera House. It's going to be my first live album recording. Can't tell you how much I depend on you guys being there for this. Uh, It's going to be a great, evening. And uh, I need you to come and be on the album. I need you to be the crowd and to sing along where I ask you to sing along on a few different songs. It's going to be a great night and I really uh, hope that you can be a part of it. Well, I'm not going to take a whole lot of other time today, I don't have lots of uh, news to share or anything like that. I've got a great interview in store. I want to make sure we get to the listener favorite section that we do every week. week well, question of the week, as always, can be answered on the Voices in My Head Facebook page. It actually, if you're looking for the the correct page, there are some other pages called Voices in My Head. That's not my podcast. If you just look up on Facebook, Voices in My Head. The Rick Lee James Podcast. That's going to take you to the correct page. We uh, get more likes on there all the time. Uh, we have way more listeners than we have likes. Uh, so if you have uh, have yet to um, answer question of the week or come over and like the Facebook page, make sure you do that. We want you to be a part of the community. That's the easiest way for me to get um, really messages out about uh, voices in my head and things that are going on. So question of the week this week, uh, because Like a Child, our guest this week, they are, are huge uh, fans for the most part of, uh, of Bruce Springsteen. And I also am a fan of Bruce Springsteen. So um, I was trying to, to think off the cuff, what would be a good question of the week to have for Like a Child. Uh, so I asked them, as you're going to hear uh, on the podcast in just a few minutes, I said, what is your favorite Bruce Springsteen album, and um, I, I got thinking about that later, I thought, you know, maybe um, not everybody knows Bruce Springsteen's music, some people don't, some people do, and um, but didn't have tons of answers this week, but I did want to share the answers that we do have, because uh, they, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like Springsteen's career, you know, he doesn't have, like, the hugest fan following in the world, I think the only number one hit he ever had uh was was by a group uh, other than him but it was one of the songs that he wrote um blinded by the light i think that was his only number one hit but we do have a few answers for that that i want to share um andrew mcginn uh writer for the springfield uh the new sun uh man he's a great guy a big batman fan he wrote in and said hands down nebraska brandon hancock Uh, also wrote in, and he also says Nebraska was his favorite, and uh, Nebraska is a a great album. If you guys haven't got to listen to it, if you want an introduction to really some of the, um, I guess I could say more folk type music of bruce springsteen that's a great one and uh, and by the way Brand hancock answered the question of the week over on my twitter feed and if you want to know where question of the week is every week just go to rickley james or at rickley james on twitter i'm trying to remember to post question of the week up there too And then Matthew Cole wrote in and said, definitely the Born to Run album. In his younger days, his memory was better and didn't seem to need to, (laughs) didn't seem to need to mumble the lyrics as much. Plus, I love that song. Uh, So, (laughs) I guess that's true. He does mumble quite a bit. But, you know, Matt, I got to you know, say some of his newer stuff though is my favorite. If you listen to like magic, uh the song Radio Nowhere is amazing. Um You'll be coming down, amazing song. Um God, yeah, he's just a great writer. That's that's all there is to it. Oh, check out Jesus was an only son. That's one of his, his great songs about Jesus going to the cross. Uh and uh, for all us sinners, I mean great, great song. Well uh question of the week for next week. I we've got an old friend on the show again. Actually, uh Daniel Die, who was my very first guest to be on this podcast. He's back with us. Um he's going to be sharing some music and he actually was with us fresh off of a radio station concert that he did for W um WYSO uh not too far from here which goes out all over Dayton, Ohio and I think even parts Uh, getting into Columbus. It's a public radio station, so it's kind of a big deal. He stopped by the same day, just a few hours after being on this almost hour broadcast, uh, because he's got some exciting news to share about a festival that he puts on every year. I'm going to be playing at the festival this year. It's called the Madden Road Festival, and uh, he's going to be playing with his band, several other groups, but I'm just excited to be a part of it. And since I had such a great folk artist like Daniel Dye, On the show last week, I asked him a question that pertains to him. So question of the week for this next week is, other than guitar, what is the greatest folk instrument? And uh, I say other than guitar because everybody knows guitar is like, uh, you know, the folk instrument. Uh, So next week's question of the week is, other than guitar, what is the greatest folk instrument? And I want explanations for it too. You know, tell me why it's the greatest folk instrument. I just, I don't want to hear just, you know, mandolin or accordion, which I really don't think accordion's probably the uh, the greatest instrument um, for folk. am not sure. But you can also, just a reminder, you can call in to 937 and leave an audio message of your answer, and we'll play that on the show as long as it's appropriate. So uh, make sure and call in for next week's question of the week, or write on the Voices in My Head Facebook page, or leave a, um, a hashtag on Twitter for Rick Lee James and Question of the Week. So thanks very much for listening to this segment. We're going to move on. Question of the week. Just one more thing before we get to Like a Child today. I, I don't know if I should even share this, but I uh, started a little bit of a controversy on Facebook the other night on my page, uh, Rick Lee James, because um, uh, NCIS, There's there's two trains of thought about NCIS, the television show, and then I think there's NCIS what is it, Miami or Los Angeles, or I don't know, one of those big cities. Um, Two trains of thoughts, as far as I'm concerned about NCIS. There's those who love the show, and then there's those who believe it is absolutely the worst show on television. Now, I am of the camp that it's absolutely the worst show on television. My wife is of the view that it's probably the best. So, um, on Tuesday night, um, you know, I usually, you know, give in and, and, We'll have NCIS on. I don't always watch it. got to admit, I'll read a book or do something else. Um, But Tuesday night, apparently a lot of you have strong feelings about NCIS, and so in the good nature that I meant it as, because I do love my wife, and uh, this is a lesson men um, hopefully hopefully I'm a good example of this. I, I don't know that I am. I hope I am. But, um, you know, let your wife watch some shows she likes because even if you don't like them, that's a great thing. It's a give and take. Don't always just take up the TV. Um, But I posted this on Facebook. I said, NCIS is a boring, boring show, but my wife loves it and I love my wife, so let's watch it. So um, anyway, that was kind of my thought as we started. I I do. I'm sorry. I just feel like it's boring. I feel like the plots are always exactly the same. I feel like every show I watch is the same one. I feel like the acting is abysmal. Um, I have strong feelings about NCIS. Sorry, folks. That's all I can say. But I know some of you love it. And uh, so we got some comments on on the NCIS thing. I can just see the Internet blowing up right now because of what I said, because there seems to be such a strong divide about NCIS. Nothing against the people who like it. Nothing against the show. Personal preference. But um, John Finney, guest of the show, wrote in, ha ha, ha, nice. Uh, Delina Buffon writes in, or maybe I should not read all the names to protect the innocent, but uh, I started getting comments like, I love NCIS. And then another one wrote in, it's one of my favorite shows. And then another one said, what? I love that show, Abby Rocks. Whereas I replied, yawn, lol. And then another response came in and said, smart man. And then I wrote back, I said, what's a Navy-related crime anyway? Someone stole my funny white hat. And then presumably there are as many, so many of these cases that an entire unit is justified for Los Angeles all on its own. And then we had a comment that said, well, yeah, just like CSI, New York, Las Vegas, Florida. Didn't they even have a Los Angeles for one little bit? Definitely overkill, yet I watched them all. Another response came in and said, I say the same about Project Runway, Clean House, Say Yes to the Dress, House Hunters, House Hunters International, and House Hunters Intergalactic. Help me. I love that, House Hunters Intergalactic. Got another response. I love NCIS. It's a great show. And I wrote back and said, greatly boring. And uh, that was actually my sister who who said it's a great show. And then she writes and says, how is it possible we could be so very different? Craziness. And had another response that said, Rick, I think you're outvoted. One of my favorite shows, although after eight seasons, it is rather predictable. And I wrote back and said, with a smile, you're all more than welcome to watch it. It's the perfect show for people who are suffering from insomnia. I hope you all appreciate my good-natured ribbing. Got a response from that saying, that's okay, Rick. We'll just all give you a Gibbs slap. And then got another response that I'm going to smack you up the back of the head for sure. And I wrote in my final reply, I'll probably need that smack in order to wake up from the coma that NCIS puts me in. LOL. So thanks everybody for the give and take on NCIS. Had no idea I was going to strike such a, uh, a chord, but I guess it is the most watched show on television. So all you people can't possibly be wrong. I'm wrong, right? Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But that's pretty subjective. So if you enjoy NCIS, keep watching it. If you don't enjoy it, read a book. Let your wife watch it. They think Mark Harmon's hot, I think. Well, anyway, we're going to move on now. (laughs) Uh, Like a Child, great band out of Springfield, Ohio. I'm going to share a track with you right now uh, of Like a Child, and then we're going to go into the interview with them. A great group of young people, uh, and I do mean young. I, I don't mean like they're infants in diapers or anything, Um, but they're young people, and uh, they have a heart for God, and uh, I'm going to share one of their tracks uh, with you from their new album, which is called Springfield, Ohio. They have a real heart for this city that I live in. Springfield in 2011 was voted the unhappiest city in America, and uh, it's interesting that it has that reputation. I love this city. I know that they love this city, and they have a real heart um, to see God do something great in the city, and to see really this city is a place of of creativity. There's, excuse me, there's so much talent and um, so many good folks here in this town, and it's neat to see someone who has uh, an album uh, that's dedicated to their city, and they've been touring around Springfield for the last few, re- really for this whole summer, and so I'm glad to get to bring you an interview. Uh, I'm going to try to intersperse some live clips from a live show that I went to with them the night that I recorded this interview, and I hope you enjoy uh, the songs and the uh, interview with Like a Child.
2: You're on the road to change And this will torn city's being washed clean By the blood By the blood
1: Springfield the blood. spring
0: Of Springfield, Ohio. They're taking the world by storm, I promise you. They're like a mix between a Bruce Springsteen, Mumford and Sons mixed with something else. And I'm very <laughs> glad to have them today here on the podcast. It's Like a Child, and we have everybody from Like a Child here. Actually, we're at a house show that they just finished playing. We have Jesse Level, Micah Level, uh, is it Stefan? Yeah. Stefan Level. Um, Elijah Hamilton and Allie Todd, right? I got yeah, the names yeah. all right. Okay. And together, with their powers combined, they are, say it in unison, Like, like a child. There you go. All right. I, I, just felt, I felt like we were on an episode of the Super Friends. We got rings. That was good. I'm going to turn up the uh, sensitivity level just a little bit because we aren't quite at the level we were downstairs. I recorded a little little pieces of your concert tonight that we're going to play on the podcast oh, yeah. as well. Um, but that was a little louder than you guys are talking. So uh, so every week we have Question of the Week, and, and you're going to look forward to uh, hearing more about Like a Child, and I encourage everybody to go get their music go online look up like a child what's your website quickly like a like a go buy their album you're not going to regret it but before we get into any of who like a child really is we have this week's question of the week which you can answer on the voices in my head the rickley james podcast facebook page question of the week this week is do you have a favorite springsteen album and you're not supposed to just do yes or no. You're supposed to actually tell me what the, the album is. So, all right. So, and I don't care. We can start with whoever. And we don't have to take tons of time. But. All
3: right. I'd say my favorite is probably Nebraska. Nebraska? Yeah, I love, like, just the raw sound of it and just everything. Just like acoustic I just love folk. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Nebraska. Yeah. That's the only thing good about Nebraska. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't, sorry to any Nebraska listeners. I, I you know...
1: I, Sorry, I ruined it now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like dead silence on radio. So. Any
0: other Any other thoughts on, on Springsteen albums that you like? Born to Run, Born to Definitely. Run.
3: Yeah, yeah, Born to Run, because it just feels cinematic. Yeah, and the, it has the perfect amount of songs. It doesn't have too many or too little. Mm-hmm. And I think they're the perfect songs for the season. And it's just, just huge. It's just <laughs> huge. <laughs> Very good.
0: Any other thoughts?
3: I uh, I really like Darkness on the Edge of Town. Just because okay. you really get a, like a feel of the band mm-hmm. as a team and stuff. Yeah. And I just really like that sensibility and stuff.
0: Very good. Anyone else want to chime in on Bruce Springsteen?
3: I'm pretty new to... <laughs> to you know, Springsteen. I,
0: I, you know, I listened
4: here and there growing up or whatever, but I... Like, I know
0: the Eric Church song, Springsteen.
4: <laughs>
1: That's
4: about it. So. Um, I really like Born to Run also, but I was first... Really introduced to Springsteen, I guess, when his new album came out, Wrecking Ball, which, so mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. Um, but I've enjoyed listening to some of the older stuff, too. Yeah. I it's, like it all. It's, it's all excellent.
0: Good. Very good. Did we not hear from anybody? Okay, we got... Well, John Finney is here, too, by the way. He's kind of <laughs> hiding in the corner. He's the engineer. We had him on a while back, so he's an old friend. You're, the <laughs> only, you're actually the only second person to be on the podcast twice so far. Sweet. Wow. Yeah, so, all right. Very good. Do you have any thoughts on Springsteen?
5: Um, I have to go with and I, I like Darkness at the Edge of Town. I think, but uh, sometimes Born to Run preaches. <laughs> <the planet. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Born to Run,
0: yeah. My <laughs> Clarence? Here's here's a little bit of uh, a story about uh, Born to Run. I had to play at a birthday party of, like maybe two years ago, and they wanted like just acoustic guitar, and they wanted like two no three hours of. 70s rock music mixed mixed with top 40 CCM like wow. that. Wow! And one of the songs I played was Born to Rest, so I got my loop machine going and all, yeah. all kinds of stuff and that. That song is hard to play. Born yeah, to Run. Have you guys ever yeah, tried yeah, to play yeah. that? It's That's really your hard. assignment as a band. <laughs> yeah. you, you get to like that breakdown and you don't think it's going to be very hard, but yeah.
2: then it's like... And it's like, yeah. <laughs> how many beats are in there? <laughs>
0: yeah, great stuff. So, Well, one reason we're talking about Springsteen is because uh, I looked over at my wife during Like a Child's concert tonight, maybe second song in. I said I'm trying to place who these guys kind of sound like. They're reminiscent of Springsteen a little bit in the way they sound, but in some ways much better. You're better singers, let's put it that way. <laughs> Springsteen has amazing passion in his voice. He's not like Pavarotti though when he sings. <laughs> let's, let's place it. Um, But you guys really uh, do a great job. And so, like maybe a minute after I said that, one of you—I don't remember which it was—it was okay. Um, Mike, I said, you know, we're big fans of Springsteen, and I was like. I knew it. Okay. So, so that was good. Well, Like a Child, they, they have uh, some very interesting music. And some of them, like Jesse will play guitar, mandolin, banjo, vocals. He writes most of the music, right, or co-writes a lot yeah. of it. Um, Micah plays banjo, mandolin, guitar, vocals. Um, did I say piano already? Because also does piano, also writes. Um, you've got Stefan, who does percussion and wrote. One song, right? One song, okay, at least, so also a writer, um, and I didn't mean to diminish what you do, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's face it, you're just the drummer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm <sorry>. so, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. And then uh, uh, Elijah, who plays guitar, piano, banjos, vocals, he's also a writer, and he can... Also, I found out, fit into very tiny places, because there must, there's approximately, and I think I'm 100% correct on this, there's approximately three inches of space between the piano and where, the wall, where he was standing <laughs> tonight, and uh, it actually, he had his guitar back there, and somehow was able to fit a bag of Skittles, I think, I don't know, something like that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so cherry pie was back there. I think. <laughs> I think basically he could also fit himself into like one of these boxes and <laughs> shut <shed> it up <out laughs> and be like an escape artist. No, but did an amazing job. And then we have Allie, and uh, she plays the glockenspiel, which is an amazing rock and roll instrument from way back. Uh, the ukulele, tambourine, and vocals. And do you also do some writing? Um, so. I
4: do. Uh, None of it has like made it really into Like a Child stuff yet, but okay. yeah.
0: Excellent. So, but all of you are writers, really, which, which yeah. is yeah. awesome. That's a wonderful thing that you guys can collaborate yeah. together on that. So you guys came in tonight with... You opened your set with a song called Springfield, and I want to talk about that. And the only, the only way I can describe this song to listeners, um, other than if I play a little clip of it online... Uh, on this podcast it's sort of uh, Sufjan-esque can I put it that way? it kind of has a a Sufjan Stevens type feel but um, but it's not 25 minutes long so (laughs) it's but it was very good tell us a little bit about that because the album is actually called Springfield and I think you guys have a very unique approach because your music, and by the way, if you hear music in the background, everybody, it's because there's, like, still a party going on downstairs after all this. Um, and a lot of them are charismatic Christians, so it could get a little wild. So, <laughs> and, um, but tell me a little bit, and, and any of you, all of you, whatever answer this, but tell me about this whole Springfield project, because I think it's amazing that, you know, some people want to go, we're going to take the world by storm with, our, with this album. <laughs> And you guys decided, no, we've got a real heart for Springfield, our city, Springfield, Ohio, where I live. So tell us a little bit about that. And while you do that, I'm going to stand up because my foot's falling asleep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, about uh, two years ago, um, me, Jesse, and Micah, and Stefan, we're all brothers. (laughs) And we moved here from Washington State. just felt that God had called us here as a family to be a part of what he's doing and stuff. So, um... We just came here and immediately had like a heart connection with the city. Um, So really just almost immediately started writing songs about Springfield, and um, so that was kind of the start of it. We didn't plan on making like a whole EP, it was just one song after another just started coming out about Springfield, what we felt God was saying about Springfield, and uh, where our hearts were moved for Springfield. So eventually we just decided to put it all together and make this um, CD. Yeah, well I think, again, like when we first uh, moved here, it was like, one, we just, it was weird because we had never, we didn't really know anyone here, we just like felt called to a city, like we were, the Lord just spoke to us, Springfield, Ohio, and I had never been here before, I was like, Springfield, Ohio, what's in Springfield, Ohio? (laughs) So it was like, right away, even when, when we moved here, we felt like just connected to a city, you know, immediately, but, so for me, like it was just kind of running into people, and um, there's people that just seemed to really talk bad about Springfield and people just didn't have any um, heart for their city and just talk, talked bad about it and I just wanted to see people start just to view this place it's an awesome beautiful place very good well it's interesting you said that because I had moved here a little over 10 years ago very
0: similarly mm-hmm. it was like uh, I don't know why yeah. I'm in Springfield I, I'm originally from Nashville Tennessee <laughs> wow. and uh, you know and I felt like God was saying okay move away from Nashville um and that's how you're going to pursue music. So wow. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Wow. So um, it, and it's been an interesting ride being here. But I think some of our people in in this city do kind of not realize the gym they have. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah It's yeah. it's a it's kind of a depressed city in some mm, ways. Yeah. In, in some ways, when you um, when you drive through certain areas, yeah. you're kind of amazed, like, how did so many houses just get let go? You Because know? yeah. this was such a, a beautiful yeah. place. It was like alongside. a booming place, yeah. But I think that maybe summarizes some of the ministry that, that's taking place in this city, too, is there's, uh, um, and you guys talk about this a lot in your music, just this idea of, of God restoring mm-hmm. and renewing mm-hmm. and um, where we see a lot of urban development you know, mm-hmm. going on and yes. some places being renewed. I think we're experiencing that, those of us who live here and minister here, that some of that's happening in in the lives of people here too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. our continued hope and vision. So I, I have to ask you to share a little bit more in depth about this story while we're talking about what <laughs> brought you to Springfield originally. Because you guys said for... Was it six weeks you lived at the reservoir? And I I don't want to say, I know that there was a six week period a while back, there was this really bad smell coming from the reservoir. (laughs) No, I'm I'm kidding, that's all the time. (laughs) But uh, no, tell me, how did did you guys? You moved here from Washington, I think, yeah, Washington State, and then, um, not to be confused with DC, yeah, Washington State and you ended up living at the Reservoir tents. Tell us a little bit about that, because that's an interesting story. Yeah, Doing it.
3: yeah. well we, um, we moved, came up here. We did have one connection a family friends that actually came from the same hometown. Hmm. So that was like our one connection to Springfield. Wow. So we actually drove up here without any plan of where we were gonna live. We didn't know anything other than we're going to Springfield. Hmm. So we like packed up, like, got rid of like over, almost half of our stuff, and then we, like, all of our stuff just totally get it down to, like, where it can fit in cars and one cargo trailer. So we we drive up here, and we actually ended up staying with some those friends for about six weeks. And we were looking for a place to live just everywhere. And for some reason, we just could not find anything. So after a while, it, it just, you know, living together, two families living together for six weeks. After a while, I was like, man, we just got to get out of here. So we just started camping. And we, like, during that time of camping, it was, like, one, it was, like, a lot of creativity. But it was, like, probably, it was a really it was a joyful time, but a really tough time of just where we really had to p- get a resolve that we were, we were, um, to live in Springfield. It was like so many times we just wanted to get out of here. Like, what are we doing here? Let's go back to Washington. But we just stuck it out and, and, uh, just, and, and met some interesting people. We ended up meeting like some Mennonites in, on our campsite. Some Mennonites randomly came to us and fellowshiped with us at our, on the, around the fire, just fellowshipping with these Mennonites, and literally through the Mennonites, all these series of events, we end up getting a house, we end up just getting all this stuff, and now we're just permanently planted here, so...
0: And, and you guys wrote a song while you were there called Living in the Promised Land, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, is that like ironic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're living in tents for yeah. weeks and weeks, and you wrote this song, it's a really good song, um, and it actually... Um, let me see if I can remember some of the lyrics. I could just ask you, but I, I've got riches in you beyond compare. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, they wrote this while living at the reservoir,
3: yeah. which is a pretty amazing thing.
0: Tell us a little bit about that song. Is that is that actually on the EP? I just got it's my copy tonight. Yeah,
3: it's not on the EP, but it'll be on future recordings. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, yeah, that's a song basically about, you know, yeah, that idea that of having riches, you know, in God... You know, even in the midst of maybe contrary circumstances. So, like for instance, you know, we were living in tents, and like, you know, you know, it didn't look maybe like we had riches, but like in God, I mean, there's all like in Him we have that, and even like, you know, there's a, He, He is Him as provider too. Mm-hmm. You know, we just trust that He's going to come through, which He did in that circumstance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What an interesting
0: way to put that, and I think again using a bit of. Uh, a, what Walter Brueggemann would call prophetic imagination. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in in some sense you had to do that, you know, yeah. I know where living in a place you were. Mm-hmm. Um, I just spent the last several weeks as listeners will know in West Virginia, uh, kind of working and leading worship among a lot of very poor Mm. areas and it's tough sometimes to have the kind of imagination that can look beyond Mm. where we are into looking into what could be and what Mm. God actually has in store for us which is one thing I like about I I think I hear that theme running through almost every song of your Mm. music is this idea of the already and the not yet, you know, mm-hmm. the idea. I, I love the one yeah. song you guys sang about, and, and I hope that I'm naming ones that are actually on your CD. <laughs> we, just, we just spent time talking about this one. It's like, it's a great song. You can't hear it anywhere. <laughs> but the one about um, burying your weapons in the snow. Yeah, like, that is yeah, on the CD. Okay, that is. That, that one's called Man I Have a River. Weapon. Or...
3: No, I'm sorry. Mad River's the one where you bury your guns. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Mad River, what a great song, because I, um, I think that one has a lot to say. I, you followed it up with one, I Have a Weapon. Yeah, I've got a weapon. And mm-hmm. the weapon was praise. Yeah. But, um, talk to us a little bit about those songs, because those are definitely um, not in the vein. I mean, right now we live in this environment, and, and we're just literally days at the time of this recording. We're just days away from what was one of the worst shootings in our country, you know, yeah. the opening of The Dark Knight Rises, and um, a lot of people's attitude is, you know, um, you, you got to strike back, and whether it's mm. Al-Qaeda or whether it's this and that, the idea that you guys are bringing of this gospel of mm. peace, this idea yeah. of mm. burying your weapons. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Share some of the lyrics, because yeah. the lyrics are powerful. Yeah,
3: the, the song Mad River is just about reconciliation, and it was really the started with... Um, This idea that, um, I don't know, certain tribes or something with Native Americans have this thing where they, uh, when two people have have conflicts, then when they want to reconcile, they come together with a hatchet and they bury it in the ground. Hmm. So that's the first line of the song is, Hey man, let's bury a hatchet in the sand.
0: So that's literally where the phrase bury the hatchet came from. Yeah, yeah, so
3: just this idea of like, you know, and even obviously it's a weapon, so that idea of conflict. And yeah, the bridge is... um, you know, let's uh, bury our guns in the ground, bury our guns in the snow, lay our defences down, and let our offences go. And basically, yes, yeah, that idea of getting beyond uh, ourselves, and I, I guess our desire to like take up a fence with each other, and just laying that down for uh, uh-huh. something, you know, beyond ourselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. excellent. And then when you actually you followed that up with the song "I Have a Weapon," mm-hmm. and it was just so cool because the weapon is praise. Yeah. Now, and yeah. Idea. I think I I think I heard the words right. Maybe share some of the words. From yeah. Right yeah. Song. That one.
3: Um. I guess. I'll, yeah. The bridge I'll share is um. I've got a weapon against fear and rejection, against hate and depression, and it's called praise. Hmm. So basically, just the idea that God uh, has given us something. Uh, Has basically empowered us with something that can lift us out of like the dumps of like fear and rejection, Mm -hmm. depression. These things that we you know so often allow ourselves to fall under. Mm -hmm. But He's given us this basically this weapon or this tool where all we have to do is just step out, like in one sense, take that risk, Mm -hmm. and He meets us there. Just step out and like praise, even in the darkness, like basically in the times when it feels like there's just darkness all around us. Even those times, stepping out and praising Him, and He'll meet us there with grace, which you know basically lifts us up out of the darkness. Awesome, That's great. Well, they're good
0: lyrics all the way through, and that one had like a—I uh, don't know what I want to call it. I'm going to invent a genre. I think but I'm calling sure. that a swampy blues. Yeah. Level, all right? so, yes. um, the way that that yeah. sounds, but the tunes are I great. Like The lyrics are great. The engineer was okay. Uh, (laughs) okay. No, no. John does an amazing job. By the way, if you don't remember listeners who didn't hear the podcast, uh, John runs Out of Truth Records, which is uh, an up-and-coming record company. Uh, he's actually going to be working uh, with my live uh, concert coming up here in September, and John is in the room, and we just I like am. picking on him. Usually, <laughs> I don't know why, usually it's the drummer that gets picked on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but the engineer, uh, we actually should say, you know, John, you made a lot of this possible, for um, yeah, yeah. to be able to go and have a place to record, I mean, it's expensive to, mm-hmm. to find places to actually record and go to. And so I know, you know, on their behalf, let me say thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I am the official, like a child, yeah. spokesperson. <laughs> I've known them for all of 40 minutes tonight. So, uh, no, but it's, it's really great. How did you guys, because I, I want to hear all of your stories and how it came together. Like, like, how did you, John... And then you, as a band, all come together and then find each other. Mm. I want to I want to hear this. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow. This it take take a while. Okay, well let's let's bear in mind it's a sh- short podcast. But uh, <laughs> Do you, want say, Do you want to start, John? Um, so we, know, we know the two of you started in Washington, yes. ended up in tents in Springfield. They now live in a Winnebago. No, I'm. I'm <laughs> So, let, maybe we should start with who came first, the band or the engineer? Let's, yeah.
3: let's see. Well, actually, you guys the band, band first. so okay. do you want to yeah. see
1: yeah.
3: After it was Mike and I for like three or four years, we added our brother Stefan on drums yeah. because he's our brother, so he was there. Was, <laughs> right I was there. convenient. <laughs> and then <laughs> the level family. And they added, band. Yeah. They added me, Elijah. Okay. Um, I I first met them because they visited the church I was going to, and uh, I was thoroughly creeped out, (laughs) but uh, my friend Tyler convinced me because they... He knew them, and he knew that they all played music, and he knew me really well. Is that Tyler Dietrich? Tyler Worley. Tyler Worley, okay. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler did play on Tyler the EP. Yeah, amazing yeah. violin. Yeah. Well, fiddle player, whatever you yeah. want to call That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: The he's an amazing player. i played yeah. with Tyler. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the other Tyler is good, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 just not, right. he's not a violin player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a connector of people. Tyler
3: yeah. <laughs> Tyler did connect yeah. us with him. Yeah. Elijah. So he finally convinced me to go... Uh, they were just having a get together at their house and I went and ended up
0: playing guitars with I think it was just Jesse and Micah awesome and uh and I think when I met you, you were sitting in Unmundo a couple of weeks ago playing your guitar. Was was that you that was playing? The art, show. art yeah. Oh, yeah. Art yeah, show. yeah, you did. Yeah, like, that's true.
2: Have I met you? <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. I okay. know you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm creeped out again. <laughs> after, after we added uh, Elijah, we just started um, playing out a lot together. And um, in the fall of last year we started just talking about actually compiling these Springfield, Ohio songs and making an EP. Mm -hmm. So we actually started doing it ourselves in a Mennonite church that we live right next to. And these really rough, like totally just terrible Wi-Fi, like, recordings, and we were just really trying <laughs> to lo-fi, yeah, lo-fi, yeah. not Wi-Fi, lo-fi, <laughs> <laughs> Over the it's like, this is a new thing, i never heard of Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi recordings just kicked <laughs> out, but anyways, so we just, it's way of the future, yeah,
0: it is, go ahead, I'm okay, sorry.
3: yeah, so that's where we were heading, and, uh, some, we ended up getting connect, connected with John. You tell that yeah. story.
5: Well, I mean, honestly, I was um, I was just kind of in some struggles with my life, with the business, and wondering where God was taking the business. And I was just, I was almost to the point to where I was just fed up with where stuff was going. I Man, I spent tons of money on on getting a good studio, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know where to go next. I didn't know where to find bands. I didn't know how to get connected with bands and stuff like that. So I'm just, I'm thinking, okay, what what can I do to just Get all everything that I have just paid off, and then maybe, possibly even close up shop, and then just you know maybe just do it for my friends and fun, but not like as a business. Right. So, uh, man, probably about a year maybe prior to that, I met their dad. Was Mm it about a year?
1: Probably probably, at
5: least at least a year prior to that, I met their dad just through a bunch of different people, and we uh, spoke. So I knew that he was a a business-oriented guy because he has a lot of business background, and he has also music, you know, combined with the band. So I was like, well, and his name just popped in my head. I'm like, well, maybe he would have some ideas on what I could do to possibly get this stuff rolling. Yeah. To maybe, maybe he knows some bands that I can just bring in, charge some money just to get this stuff paid off and going. Mm-hmm. So we just started talking and uh, and really just kind of started connecting me with these guys again. And we just, it was awkward at first, I guess, for all of us, <laughs> just because it was just that whole you don't have a relationship with your engineer thing. Sure, so yeah. it's always that you know how much do you say and how much do you you know kind of one of those things back and forth and
0: and then it kind of turned into almost like a producer type role yeah, yeah role. I mean
5: yeah. really it came from like engineer to like yeah, more producing kind of stuff and then, yeah. and then yeah. now we just kind of all hang out all the time yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, that's right. yeah I mean that's but- yeah, now he's one of our best friends. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah he really has
3: become one of our best friends. So. And, I,
0: and I have to, I have to apologize because listeners, you don't know this, but we're in a, a, a bedroom, not the largest bedroom, and I'm like laying on a bed, and I feel like I'm trying to seduce all of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm just like sprawled out on this bed, trying to me? Me. hello, listeners. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about that. I just want to interject. It makes great radio to describe to you what's going on here. I'm, I'm laying on a bed, and uh, the rest of them are sitting on chairs, trying not to be near the bed. So uh, John's on the
5: floor. You, you just, you just robbed somebody from a tear from a heart. That, that's right. It did. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we might edit this later.
0: But then we have Allie here yeah. as well. So did you guys just decide we need a girl? And then no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> totally kidding. Um. Well, I started
4: just. Through friends of friends, um, met up with these guys. I actually saw uh, I actually saw them when they pretty soon after they they first moved here. They played at the church that I was going to, and I actually remember not being all that impressed. It was strange though because I actually really thought like they there was some kind of familiarity with it. I was like, oh, who are the? I mean, I felt like I knew them somehow, mm-hmm. not knowing until like weeks after I met them officially that they had moved here from the West Coast. So. Right. That was a little awkward, but uh, I was, after, after some time, it, they started to grow on me, so I became the groupie. I was always this, like, mysterious girl showing up at all the shows with a friend. I didn't know who she was. Never knowing, like, never actually meeting any of them, so they just kept seeing me show up at these concerts, and, uh, and then finally went to um, a church meeting with them and officially met them all. and uh, was it was good to get that over with and not be the random creepy girl in the back with the camera. No. <laughs> um, and I guess used
0: the word creepy more times ever. Than I'm... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I
4: guess yeah, and then just uh, through like just doing worship together a couple times, Um, they heard me sing, and they were like, oh yeah, you want to do some background vocals for this album that we're recording, and by that time, I really started just realizing, like, that they had such a heart behind their music, and um, so I actually declined at first, because I was like, I don't trust myself, I don't want to screw up a good thing, (laughs) so I declined, and then after a while, I just finally went to the studio with them, and uh, started recording, and then after a couple nights, they just Invited me to be a part of the band officially. So, uh, so yeah, I said well, yes, and it's been awesome.
0: And, and I can tell they just seem to have a very generous, welcoming spirit about them, anyway. They do. And you, yeah. you, you do add a nice <laughs> element that's not there because, let's face it, they're a bunch of guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's, but, and, and there's just some notes they can't hit. That's <laughs> true. But all of you together, and I, I mean this, you guys really have a unique and very Mm -hmm. just uh I don't know how to say it other than just a cool sound to you. I was wondering, and I'm hoping you can do this kind of off the cuff. But there's not an instrument in this room. Yeah. But the harmonies on the song "For Wonder." Yeah. So just knock me out. Can you? Yeah. Can you? Like maybe together, just try to give yeah, me sure. maybe Find a chorus a or something of the. Yeah. J- yeah. yeah. Here's your key, Jay. Ah, <laughs> no, no, if, if you can though, like "For Wonder," and this is one that's on the album, right? Yeah, no it's not No, no, please no. Please no. it not ah. you
3: can't hear this it, you'll, you'll anywhere get, but on this podcast alright yeah this <laughs> yeah. is good this will be good that's this right okay podcast. for wonder uh, I'll, I'll pretend tape. I'm singing
0: and, yeah. and things are always better live anyway we, all, <laughs> we were just discussing that yeah, so, yeah. Um, so let's let's hear just a little of that chorus maybe yeah. for yeah. wonder acapella alright cause
2: I was made for wonder
3: and I was made to marvel at your works But
2: I have fallen into slumber the lack of vision hurts Nice, <laughs> nice. Do it one more time, can you? <laughs> yeah, that's hard about that. it one, right. more, yeah. one, more, one, more one cause it's
3: great Because I was made for wonder And I was made to marvel at your works but I have
2: fallen into slumber and lack of vision hurts.
0: <laughs> nice. But <laughs> you didn't see it with Stefan dancing in the background. <laughs> <that's, that's, laughs> <okay. that's, that's, laughs> yeah. Stefan was doing his percussion job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and John was pretending like he was pressing a button. <laughs> <laughs> Now, beautiful, though. and I think, yeah. listeners, you can hear what I'm talking about. They have that, but with this amazing music. I don't know what's going on out there. It's like there's a polka band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the drums there's, there's some guy down there with an accordion. <laughs> there was no drums. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting to walk out of here seeing people in later hoses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But uh, anyway, it's such a nice contrast to hear your harmonies to the polka. In <laughs> That's great. Um, well, this is going to be a very hard-hitting question, all right? You guys ready for it? All right. Do you ever have trouble finding a place to hang your banner that says, Like a Child? Oh. <laughs> yes, we do. That's,
3: That's, we it's a problem. That's yeah. the hardest part about our show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we spend roughly an hour and a half setting up the instruments and three hours hanging that banner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we done a lot of things. It's a nice looking banner, though. It's got a, a good. Who, who designed that? I'm that was assuming.
3: our friend Brenna, who's actually also in a band called Sun Culture. A little oh, shout out for Sun Culture. Sun Culture. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. so she's... She did, she, she,
4: uh, she did the artwork for the album cover as yeah, well. Yeah, as well. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Very cool. That's now, the lion on the front of the cover, right? I'm mm. not making that up. Right, there's a lion. I'm sorry, I had Scott Rowley on the podcast and he has a song called Aslan and I was looking at his album today and there's a lion on the cover and I was like, tell me I'm not making that up in the middle of this interview I'm telling them <laughs> there's, there's something about their album that I okay um, but the lion that's on there always makes me think of Aslan yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how big of Narnia fans you guys are yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. Narnia. we really like yeah we like Narnia and you have a song I think it's The Lion is Moving yes yeah. what It is now please tell me that's on you it okay. is okay. that is on okay. yes. CD because it would make sense to have a lion <laughs> on the CD it was on there um, what was the inspiration for that song? Was that sort of an Aslan inspired idea? <laughs> it was,
3: I guess the idea yeah, which is, probably originates in some sense, well kind of vague inspiration from Aslan, this idea of God being a lion mm-hmm. and so, and the idea of that song is basically uh, the lion is moving in the streets and What I just felt that the Lord was basically saying that he just wants to call the, the Christians out basically into the streets just to love on people and uh, um just to, in Springfield, just to kind of yeah. take, take it to the streets. Take it to the, the streets. This is yeah. 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 love. Yeah. yeah,
0: Well, again, that's another like biblical paradox picture because we don't think of you know unleashing a lion on the streets as being you know something yeah. that's going to be good for people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of you know this very clear depiction of Christ, you know, mm-hmm. as this lion and the lamb. Yeah. And I love like C.S. Lewis's depiction of that lion. Yeah. He's, he's not a tame lion yeah are, or he's not safe I think yeah because, yeah, you know? yeah. What, a, what a beautiful way to put that yeah
2: he's not safe
0: but he's good you mm-hmm. know yeah yeah and so there's I, I think I hear in your music and in your hearts that you know God's calling you to some some maybe not safe places mm-hmm. in yeah. history and in life but to places <laughs> that are good yeah you know and, and mm-hmm. because he's there yeah he's all that so well you guys have this really great sound I, I don't know I, I was again trying to pin like a phrase for it I wanted to call it like industrial folk rock yeah. Yeah. and, yeah, and, and so by cool. that I mean that you have a bulldozer in every song <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the industrial part no. um, but there really is this like um, it's it's hard to peg and that's a good thing mm-hmm. because I, a part of the time I want to go what, what is that Mumford and Sons I mean they got the banjos and they got all that but at the same time it's like now it's their own it's their own thing, and it's good, and it's, it's like nothing I'm hearing right now. So uh, so thanks for sharing uh, all of your music. Um, anything that you want listeners to know about Like a Child? I mean, like, I, I've asked uh, guests before in the past mm-hmm. about their music, of uh, what do you want people to think of when they think of you? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I might know your answer, but what, what if I was mm-hmm. to ask that to you guys about Like a Child? What do you want to come to, to people's minds?
3: I guess basically, our title in some sense, explains it as the idea of uh, being like a child um, with God and just the joy of the Lord. I guess our heart is really for people to, whether they're listening to our music or going to our shows, to encounter the presence of God and to experience the joy of the Lord, to be able to just you know like a be like a child. Be like a child. <laughs>
0: And these this band is childish. Let me say it. <laughs> Actually when we finish this interview, we're gonna tear this room up. <laughs> we're yeah. very rock and roll that way. So, no, no. Very childlike, not childish. And uh, that is the way that, that Christ calls us to enter into yeah. the kingdom. Yes, that, exactly. Us, so. Yeah, I think well, a lot
4: of people actually get um, a little a little offended sometimes by by how we uh, I guess, bring our, uh, how, what am I saying? But yeah, you know, when we, when we play the music, when we, um, let ourselves indulge in the spirit, you know, and like, we dance and we, and we jump and we sing, um, I think people do, like, they get a little turned off by that idea of, you know, like a child because they do think of childish and they get the two confused. It's not childish. We're not that stubborn Mm -hmm. three-year-old in the corner that nobody wants to deal with. (laughs) It's, it's, we're childlike. It's, you know, like Jesse's song for Wonder that we, you know, gave you a little,
1: you know a little sample of
4: it's it's coming in to the presence with this awe and with this wonder and this this excitement of I can't possibly describe everything in front of me but I'm just going to enjoy it and I don't know what to do with myself and so I just go crazy (laughs) and and, you know I mean that that's that's the excitement of a child I mean Mm, like look at look at the way that they just embrace Mm. the world in front of them yeah and that's that's what I want to be a part of yeah
0: and my wife and I are expecting our first child Yay! Um, so after that happens I'll tell you guys if you're like a child the- <laughs> <laughs> that I did want to say about the dancing and gym, but the, the band tonight you, you should know this was a house show this evening and we're in a really cool house Okay, uh, yeah. like it's one of the most awesome houses and I can't wait to go all rock and roll in this room and, like, throw the, wi- the, throw the bed out the window. and No, <laughs> no but the show was, was really good. But they had, like, limited space because they are in a house. And I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say three inches, right? <laughs> no, but you guys, like, had very little room, but there was still, like, room for you to jump a little bit. And especially Jesse. I noticed he'd, yeah. he'd, like, do, like, one jump, and then it would turn, in, turn into a foot stall back. <laughs> It's like we just don't have the oxygen in here. <laughs> <laughs> but there really is a feel about your band that it's it's full of fun and energy, and it's so Christ-centered. I really appreciate that about That's you guys. Um, and it's uh, and I want to make this formal invitation. If John has not already, I want to invite you guys to my New Year's Eve picking party. It's a concert I do every year on New Year's Eve. And uh, I'd love to have you guys be one of my other bands that night yeah, to come yeah. out and play. It's going to be, that. yeah, um, be great. and this is this is kind of a a plug for that concert. It's going to be here in Springfield, which is very appropriate. We do it every year at New Year's, and uh, it's always fun. And it'll be great to have another worship band there that night that just yeah. can come in and help us lead. Uh, I always try to do uh, midnight worship, so not to put you on the spot, but I think John maybe had mentioned it to you before. <laughs> if if he hadn't, then. I, I, hey guys, yeah. you want to come? <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to look forward to that. Well, it's been great having Like a Child as uh, as guests this week. I really appreciate all of you. Once again, we have, uh, you know what? You guys say your name. Let's start over here because we've been making a little bit of fun at Allie's Expense tonight. So let's start. <laughs> say your name, favorite color. No, I'm just <laughs> say your names. Just go around the room one more time so that they can hear who Like a Child is.
4: I'm Allie Todd,
3: Jesse Lovell. Elijah Hamilton. Stefan Lovell. And I'm Micah Lovell.
0: And I'm Rick Lee James. And this is John Finney. There really is. Like the, the only option was either for me to sit on this bed for the interview or to go sit on the toilet the <laughs> <laughs> so either one is I don't know, this might be slightly less awkward but uh, <laughs> than the other one. So, go to likeachildmusic.com, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, let's make another plug for Out of Truth, right? Out mm-hmm. of Outoftruthrecords.com? Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is a great place to go, and I, and I want to remind listeners, again, I know a lot of you are musicians. If you haven't already contacted John, and you're looking for a place to record, um, you cannot do better than Out of Truth Records, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I've been to a lot of studios through the years, and this is one of them. So... That's it's and and I mean that it's just a studio. it's -hmm. it's one of the many that I've been to. That's all I was trying to say. That was supposed to be a joke. No, I'm sorry. No, it really is it really is above above a lot of the studios around here. So it could be taken
5: as a compliment grew up in nashville well yeah that's, true. That's, right. that's right that's right it is so. let me
0: say it's comparable to any studio that i've been in, in nashville with the exception of maybe one but it's because they had multi buku dollars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway well thanks again like a child it's been wonderful thank you for being several of the voices in my head this week <laughs> on this podcast i do appreciate it, it. yes Well, that was my interview with the band, like a Child, and we are going to be closing the show today by playing a few uh, audio clips from their house show uh, where I actually recorded them that night. It was a beautiful house in the home of Chad Wilson, a music minister here in the town of springfield, ohio and If you have not yet had a chance, go to their website. It's a really well done site. it's got a neat video that they've done. Um, not so much a music video as much as a video kind of sharing their heart and what their vision is as a band and there is some of their music interspersed but like a likeachildmusic.com uh, I really uh, have a lot of confidence in these guys and I think guys and gal and uh, I think that they are going to be uh, somebody you're going to be hearing more and more about and better yet why not book them for a concert. Matter of fact, book me as well We'll do a double header together uh, But yeah, we're going to close out the episode today I'm going to be playing a few clips from that house show And I hope you enjoy their live music as well Make sure and go and pick up their album Springfield, Ohio From their website And uh, it's, it's going to be worth your time You're going to enjoy what you hear there Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Voices in My Head And God bless You've been listening to Voices in My Head the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. You can also download my free mobile app from iTunes and on the Android Marketplace. And I'd love this to be a community experience, so if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback
1: let